Hey friends, this is Joe Barlow, and welcome to my podcast. I'm glad you joined me. On this podcast, my goal is that you would draw closer to the Father God, that you would know Jesus Christ, and that you would experience the power of the Holy Spirit here in this earth. God bless. Hey friends, Pastor Joe Barlow here. Welcome to the Daily Discipleship with Joe Barlow Show. Uh, today's Monday, and today's a special day because I get to interview my son, and I'm pretty excited about that. So let me ask you a question. If your son wanted to get married and there was a global pandemic going on, what would you tell him? That's the question I had to answer today. So join us. We're starting right now. friends, Pastor Joe Barlow here, and I'm here with my son, the youngest of three, uh, son, three sons, the third son. Uh, out of seven kids, we have three boys and four girls. But my son, John, is uh, our third son, and he currently works for me at Joseph Barlow Ministries, uh, and he produces my daily show. And so, yep. uh, John, welcome. Thanks for having me. Glad you could be on here. Uh, we're trying to sing out. Well, what we want to do is start to interview people and to um, make it more real. So, because in my discipleship process of how I was growing up, um, a lot of it happened through conversation and not just somebody teaching me. All that teaching stuff was added years and years later when I was going to church for 19 and a half years to a church where we had four services a week. And I would listen to four hours of teaching, solid, and some of the best teachers around. And um, so this, con but this conversational thing was the forerunner to that in me. So having conversations. So here, John is 21 years old. John, what do you do? You're 21. 22. 22 years old. When did you turn 22? In December. Well, happy birthday. Did I miss it? <laughs> uh, you were there. <laughs> oh, did I buy you anything? I uh, don't think so. Yeah, well, we'll have to remedy that somehow. <laughs> help me. Lord, help me. Okay, so maybe that's why I didn't remember. Yeah, it's okay. Well, happy 22, Johnny. Thank you. <laughs> that's embarrassing, but that's okay. You know, tis what it is. Yep. Yeah. So what do you do, John? You uh, currently, I work for JBM. Uh, I'm running the media, basically. Uh, so all the Facebook posts that you see going out uh, every day, those are from me. Uh, and actually, our, our, my friend James Abraham, uh, he is also uh, we're in tandem working on the Facebook world there. And uh, we're releasing videos on YouTube, releasing videos on Facebook. And uh, yeah, we're working quite, quite hard on uh, getting these out every week. So awesome. it's a big process. Well, I do appreciate, <laughs> I do appreciate your work because um, if it was up to me, it wouldn't get done. It's just, I don't, I just don't have the energy to do as much as you do. So it's a blessing. It's understandable. So What's that? It's understandable. It's a quite a process. So I understand that. Yeah. So um, you're getting married. Yep. Uh, in August, me and my 
girlfriend slash fiance of four years are getting getting married and uh i'm very excited uh it's it's been a long road and i'm very very excited to to make her my bride um but it it actually uh it's been a, a tough engagement series so far um because right at the beginning of it i lost my job um so i had i had a truck driving job that i was doing before this before i started doing the jbm daily show and um it it paid really well but i actually got very sick and it caused me basically to need to quit my job due to medical reasons um and i was also feeling like god was telling me like hey you're done here you did your job you served this company faithfully it's time for you to be done and immediately dad picked me up here for jbm but the 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 pay difference was was drastic and so just going through this engagement time of not having necessarily enough to actually move forward towards being a married man is uh frustrating to say the least um so i've what definitely are you doing? uh picking up odd jobs wherever i can um and uh just trusting god to provide because that's all i can do right now the weirdest thing though has been happening is whenever I apply for a job, uh, even from the beginning of the year or the end of last year to the begin or to now, I've whenever I've applied for a job that I've been qualified for more than qualified for, I just won't get the job. Even even entry level minimum wage jobs that I've applied for, I haven't been able to acquire, which has been very interesting. I feel like there's something that's happening in me that is causing uh me to need to grow in a certain area and god's working on something in me that needs that i need to grow in so i'm i'm trying to figure out what that is uh a good friend of ours shalice uh who most of you know um she uh is having me and glory joy go through her emerge program and that's moving us forward in, in our own personal growth and i'm feeling like it's starting to give me a little bit of clarity as to why uh that a lot of these different things are happening and i'm not working right now other than doing jbm work which it, it's only a small portion of what i should be working on as an engaged man yeah because so, i can only give you 10 hours a week right now i'm believing for yeah, that, but yeah, yeah. totally totally understand so um, but yeah, I, I wanted to ask you today, what is, uh, do you have any wisdom that you can give me as far as uh, this, this time? Like, yeah, I'm applying to places, not getting a job. I am working right. for you, but in moving forward with being married, what is something that you can give me that, that might help me in this time? Well, the first thing I would say, the first thing that comes up in my heart when you ask that is get an attitude. Yeah, I, I, an attitude of when I get married, when I walk down that aisle, I am a employed man or else I'm a business owner, one or the other, but I'm making sufficient capital to easily cover everything that's necessary. So somehow between now and what is it, 828, 20? Yeah. So, uh, August 28th. So between now and August 28th, somehow God is going to get you 
sufficiently employed. So, right. so if you already have that by faith, according to Hebrews 11.1, 1, that, you know, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence. In other words, you could say it's the title deed of things that you haven't seen yet. So you can't see the job, but you have the title deed. You know, it's like you got the piece of paper that says, I already have this job. It's in the bag. I, I, I don't have an issue here. And right. so um, get an attitude because that attitude really has got to have its foundation in faith. And, right. and it's really you deciding because when you cop an attitude, you literally have made an internal decision. Hmm. And when you make an internal decision that says, I don't care what happens right now. Okay. Yeah. Because I know God's taking care of me and I still am not missing my bills and everything's fine. Somehow right. it's still fine. And so even besides all that, but you've made it, you, you know, in your heart that when you walk down that aisle, you've got a job and God's providing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when you, when you get that, a copying an attitude, and I don't mean that in a negative way, it, it seems a little cocky, but it takes yeah. a little bit of that to say, you know what? I do have this. Huh. And you have to, you have to really come to the place where you own it and say, look, yeah, be that as it may. I'm just right. telling you to your face, I've got this thing. I already know. And I used to tell that to my parents. I said, listen, the Lord's going to provide. And they saw miracle after miracle happen in my life. Because I just said, and, and I wasn't doing it cockily, you know. I was doing it, you know, with a, just a, a confidence. And confidence can be misconstrued as cockiness. But the first thing I would recommend to you is get an attitude. Uh, the second thing I would recommend to you is like the Bible talks about the sons of Issachar. And they were, the sons of Issachar were the ones who understood the times and the seasons. Yeah. So now you know that you need to develop hearing the voice of God as a skill. You know, that's why we put the whole class together and everything on right. hearing the voice of God. Okay. So you know that that's a skill that you can develop and that that's already been given to you as an, an ability by the spirit of God. When you got filled with the Holy ghost, you got the ability to hear God's voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, in John chapter 10, my sheep hear my voice. They know my voice. They follow my voice, but it's not God's job to get rid of the distractions. Yeah. It's your yep. job to get rid of the distractions. I, I see people say, Lord, uh, I want to be controlled by the spirit. And he's like, Sorry, that's not available here. Okay. Yeah. I put you in charge and you have to make, you have to order your days. You have to decide which way you're going to go. You have a choice. you you decide to go left or right. And if you make that decision, um, then you can really uh, be led by the spirit, get in your mind, the things that the spirit of God wants you to do. And then as you do that, you take the steps. See, it says in Joshua chapter one, verse eight, that if you meditate on the word of God night and day and do not let it stop being in your mouth, always be speaking the word of God. Then it says, and then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. It does not say that God will make your way prosperous. It says you will. So you have the ability to make your way prosperous. Listen, I want to close this down here for, uh, and we can continue on tomorrow, but uh, let me just pray for you. Okay. Off. 
That'd be great. In the name of Jesus, I speak your blessing over Johnny. Help him to hear your voice and help him to write down what it is you're saying and help him to order his days aright. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, friends, Pastor Joe Barlow here. And uh, welcome to Daily Discipleship with Joe Barlow. And I'm uh, interviewing my son, John. Uh, so, John, welcome. Uh, Thanks for having me. Second day. So yesterday yeah. we were talking about um, you're getting married this year and yeah. you're struggling finding a job. And you would ask me if I would uh, give you any advice uh, yeah. relative to that. And uh, the thing that I told you, first of all, was get an attitude. Second was to know the times and the seasons. And I said, look up the Sons of Issachar. You can look that up on Google uh, okay. and find that on your Bible. But uh, the Sons of Issachar were the ones who knew the times and the seasons. In other words, they understood what was going on in their day. Right. Um, and I would say right now, that's something that everybody needs to know. I mean, there's not a lot of people in this lifetime that you know that have gone through a nas or a, uh, an international pandemic and when they're trying to get married. So not there's really. No <laughs> there's nobody around that's going to be like, oh, yeah, all you have to do is <laughs> this, 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 and this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a piece of cake, you know. And I, I did it. It was no problem. <laughs> Five-step uh, plan to getting married during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no such thing. And so you have to navigate these waters in a way that you have to have trust in God. And if you do, he is actually going to be able to speak to you ahead of time about things. Like right now, he's speaking some things to me and saying, you know, as far as the church, do this, now do this. And, but he, he, he shows up and tells me. But I have the responsibility to show up and listen and inquire yeah. and say, Lord, what? Talk to me. So instead of you going and saying, hey, you know, Shalice or hey, dad or hey, mom. Uh, or, hey, Joe, or Natalie, or Danny, what do you think's going on in my life? If you first, if you take the first step and go to the Father God, and, or the Holy Spirit, say, say, what's going on in my life? Yeah. You know, and you do that, and then you get this, again, you get an attitude. I'm a right. son, and I have just as much right to hear it as anybody else does. Right. And... Uh, Shalice it was, as, was as wonderfully as she hears God's voice. She doesn't have any right to hear his voice more accurately than you do. Amen. You know? Yeah. And you have, <laughs> and so if you get that attitude, it's like, wait a second. I don't need to go get ABC gum from somebody else. You yeah. know? You all know, you know what ABC gum is. Already been, Already been chewed. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to go. You can get a fresh word out of the mouth of God, but again, that's a skill that you must develop. And that's why, like I said, that's why we have that class, uh, hearing the voice of God, because it, it is a skill that you can develop and you must develop it. And people, people tell me, oh, you hear God so accurately. Okay, praise the Lord. Thank God that I do. But uh, remember, this is a skill. Yes, it's a giftedness. Uh, in one sense, but it's also a skill that you can develop and everybody hmm. can develop that skill. And uh, I firmly believe that. So I want to encourage you, John, uh, show up with the answers. Don't just show up with the questions. 
Got it. And as you lead, um, you know, you're stepping into a, a, a role. Obviously, you got a wonderful fiance. You know, yeah. You know, really believe. I mean, I think you're really winning. In, in oh that. heck yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, and the cool thing is, I before you were doing this job, she she did this job with me for a year, and uh, and at that point. We were having to do it live every day, and so she was having to show up at eight o'clock every morning. And my goodness, the the tenacity that that built in her—I know it tired her out a little bit, but but what that built into her, she's a powerful oh. woman. I mean, there's just no getting around it. Amen. So you're definitely winning, but you're also being called into a, a role where there's a there's a degree of leadership as a husband that you will take, yeah, um, just to bless. Uh, look for ways to provide now for me and Nancy for some reason at the beginning of our marriage if I was able to earn eight dollars an hour she could earn ten if I could earn ten she could earn twelve if I could earn you know fifteen she could earn seventeen it's like what is up man and and not that we were in competition but it's like I always had this feeling like I was falling behind and I wasn't really that good of a provider Right. Until um, it came December of 1988. And mm -hmm. uh, in December of 1988, I was teaching, through 1988, I was teaching guitar lessons. And I had 35 students a week. And come December, I didn't know this, but all of a sudden, everybody wanted to take December off. Yeah. I was like, what? I mean, it shot a big hole in my business. And so, again, up to that point, no matter how much I could earn, Nancy could always earn more than me. Well, come December, when everybody decided to take off guitar lessons, piano lessons, and all that, um, I, had to, I had to go get a job. Uh, you know, I, so I went over to Tyndale House as a telemarketer, and uh, I only wanted a job for a month, but it, I took the job, and they, they demanded a six months, at least six months. I'm like, oh, man. That's a lot. Thanks. Because um, I knew my guitar lesson business was going to pop back up. But, and then the church gave me a bonus. And some of the people who were taking guitar lessons from me went ahead and paid for December, even though they weren't taking any lessons. That's awesome. I was like, whoa, this is actually God is doing something here. Yeah. And shortly thereafter, I looked back on it. I realized that Nancy, because she was home with the babies, that December of 1988 was the first month, even though it seemed like the worst month, it was actually the first month in our marriage that I paid all the bills. Wow. That's amazing. I, I didn't realize it till later because I was in the midst of what seemed like a terrible storm. Mm -hmm. But God led me through that and realized, and looking back on it, realized, wait a second. I paid all the bills this month. She didn't have, she had zero income. Wow. And God was using one of the most difficult times of my life to turn around and bless me and strengthen me. So sure. that started my telemarketing or was the second chapter of my telemarketing career. And uh, that turned in about a seven or eight year job. Uh, wow. Something like that. I went all the way through uh, 97. Yeah. So that's, it went good. good my birth year. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. And so um, I, uh, 
I continued to seek God in the scriptures and, and to know him, to get direction. I studied the Proverbs a lot. Hmm. Uh, you might have heard Eldon uh, Tracy say this. He said, if you study the Proverbs a lot, you're going to get, you're going to be full of wisdom. If you study um, the, the book of Acts a lot, you're going to be living in the book of Acts. And if you study <laughs> the Gospels a lot, you're going to be looking like Jesus. You're going to want to act like Jesus all the time. Wow. So, um, so I was studying the book of Proverbs because I figure if he's got wisdom and he's got a lot of money, I better listen to him. And wow. so I studied those Proverbs daily and I would take note cards and, you know, write scriptures on them in the morning and then carry them with me all day, memorize them and just continue to feed on the word of God because I knew that that was what was going to change my life. And it did. It really hmm. did. And, um, and it made me stronger and it gave me so many miracles and life experiences that just have blessed me tremendously. Um, so I want to encourage you in that. Keep pursuing the word of God. And um, there's something else I want to talk to you about tomorrow that's more about unity and, you know, you and Glory Joy, uh, how the two of you can approach this. But let me okay. continue here. Um, I would also recommend... Uh, putting vision up on the wall. Um, and because it says in Habakkuk chapter two, verse two, write the vision, make it plain. Okay? Right. And the other thing is Proverbs 29, 18 says that without a vision, the people perish or the people cast off restraint. Well, right now you need restraint. Hmm. Yep. You need, you need harness on your shoulders that you're just pulling. Cause it says in, in uh, Lamentations chapter three, it is good for a man to bear the yoke while he is young. <laughs> That's true. I've always hated that verse, but yeah. it such a, it's been such a blessing to me uh, because it just says that, listen, the character of a young man needs to be harnessed mm. because he's got a huge amount of strength. And if that huge amount of strength is harnessed and focused, then it, it's going to help you get to where you want to go. But if it's yeah. without restraint, you're like, yeah, I can do whatever I want. I can play video games all day. It don't matter. No, no, actually, it does matter. And you can't play video games all day. And um, I, re I really feel bad, honestly. I really feel very bad for the number of young 20-year-olds uh, and even 30-year-olds who spent their entire teen years just playing video games all day. Yep. And then they get to be 20 in their 20s and... And they don't have any life skills. They don't know how to do anything except blow things up on a, on a TV screen. And, yep. Um, and then, so you, you want to hire them, but they don't have any skills that are worth hiring. Hmm. And then, uh, then if they're interested in a girl, they don't have any way to support a, a wife. Yeah. I mean, it's just terribly sad. So anyway... Let's talk more about all this stuff tomorrow. We've gone over time a little bit here. Uh, but um, yeah, let's, let's pick it up there tomorrow and get right at it, all right? All right. Sounds Amen. good. So, John, this is exciting. This is good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. God bless. Welcome to our Wednesday edition of Daily Discipleship with Joe Barlow. I'm here with my son, Johnny. And hey, hey. Uh, John, welcome. Thank you for joining me. And Thanks for having me again. He's been on with me all week, friends. and. Um, we're just kind of taking this time this week, wanting to uh, move into a conversational type of thing with The Daily Show. 
And uh, because not only was I discipled through teaching, but I was discipled through conversation. And so having conversations with people, I think it's going to wake something up in everybody. And uh, we're having a good time this week. If you missed any of the shows, go back for the last couple of days and check them out uh, and hear more of John's story. So John, I wanted to ask, um, you not only serve with Joseph Barlow Ministries, which I'm very thankful, so thankful <laughs> about. <laughs> and, uh, but you also uh, volunteer at Family Life. So yeah. what, tell me, what do, you, what do you do at Family Life? Well, uh, since you came back to pastor there, I've kind of been growing up through the ranks of, uh, I mean, just helping move music stands at the beginning to setting up chairs to now every week uh, I help run live stream media and I set up all the chairs. Um, so once we're back from quarantine, uh, I'll be setting up chairs again and uh, helping out with media again. But right now we're just running live stream and, and all that type of thing. So last Sunday, uh, I, I was there right, right behind the camera helping out. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just, uh, been a, been a blessing to be able to help others and bless people for yeah. every Sunday for the past, like 13 years, basically. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, I've been blessed. I appreciate <laughs> you a lot. And, um, but tell me a little bit, so you're, you're homeschooled, obviously. I know this because yeah. I'm your father, but I want the people to hear it. Uh, so mostly homeschooled, I should say. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then, um, um, but then also you went to Karis. Yeah. My senior year of, of high school, uh, we worked out a deal where I was already basically finished with what I needed for high school. So my senior year, uh, instead of doing, uh, a full school schedule, like I normally would have, uh, you sent me to Karis Bible college, um, had me pay half my way through. And uh, then nice of me. No, that was, that was so great. Thank you for doing that. Um, but uh, then also I, I took one chemistry class that year and that, that one chemistry class is where I met the love of my life. So that was uh, quite a oh. benefit. Um, but Terrace Bible college on the other hand is uh, basically uh, went there to learn um, basically the things of the ministry. Uh, so pretty much what you do on a daily basis, um, just kind of learning, uh, in a school type environment, how to, uh, do what I'm doing, minister to others. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to, I highly recommend that school. I also recommend to homeschoolers if they can do what we did with you. And cause we did the same thing with Natalie and Mark yep. and, Andrew as well, or no, not Andrew. Uh, Andrew did it after after high school. After high school, Natalie did it after high school. Mark, I think, did his senior. Did he do his senior? Yes, he did. Yep. Mark, Mark, and Natalie both did the two-year program, which netted them a a ministerial license. So they're actually licensed ministers through Andrew Womack Ministries, and uh, so that's pretty powerful. And um, both of them are doing amazing things, which I'm very proud of. Uh, but you also, John, are doing, I mean, the way you're getting ready for marriage and, and all the things that are happening is, is very exciting to me. And obviously, you know, there's, there's things in this, in the road ahead of you 
that you can see that there's some potholes and you can see that, boy, I could do this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Uh, like when uh, I would actually bring this up, there's uh, in terms of homeschooling and what, what I want to do with my own kids is something that I, I dealt with personally was going every single year and not always having a super consistent schedule. Um, that was something that I wish that I had actually been able to focus in on what was one thing that I really wanted to work on and then actually have everything else be pretty consistent because uh, there's there came some points where like one year we did one curriculum of homeschooling and then the next year we did a different curriculum of homeschooling. And I'm like, you know what? I think I want to bypass that pothole. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, you know, your parents can have the best of intentions, and but no parents do it always correct. I totally understand that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for grace. Oh yeah, you know, because we're trying, and we, we we tried, and we were we're not intentionally hurting anybody. You oh, know? Of course. And uh, and, and we're trying to do the best we can, but we also had to gauge our own energies. And so yeah, by the time we course. got, I said, you're the fifth child, so. Uh, then we had two more after you, so we kind of ran out of steam with them, and so we sent them to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we might have run out of steam when we were with you. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I didn't pull didn't a lot of energy. I, I, I kind of floated along. Um, yeah, you so. weren't a highly demanding child. No, not really. That's for sure. Um, <clears throat> I think that there's... Um, one thing I wanted to mention, I mentioned this yesterday, that I wanted to share with you about you and Glory Joy. And uh, which, by the way, her name is Glory Joy. It's not Glory. And so just for, for in case you get a chance to talk with any of the people who are listening, if you get a chance to talk with her, her name is Glory Joy. As yeah, don't, don't call her Glory, Gloria, or anything else that sounds quite like that, but not Glory Joy, <laughs> because... Her mama will get you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord for that. So yep. anyway, um, but I love her name, Glory Joy. What a name. Yeah. And it, and it does, it, it, I like a name that kind of pulls on somebody a little bit, like breaks new territory in somebody's heart, which that name does. Mm -hmm. I always call her the glorious one <laughs> and the joy, <laughs> glorious and joyful one. <laughs> yep. Um, but I want to encourage you, John to, you know, they say begin as you mean to go. And um, I want to encourage you to be intentional, to intentional about prayer. Okay. And then even, and this is even probably even more intimate, but be intentional about praise. And hmm. that if the two of you will pray, because you can always pray, because you can pray from your head. But once you move into praise, your heart's involved. And what's okay. in your heart's going to show. And so it is a way more intimate thing when you praise. But if you and Glory Joy were to pray together, um, pray for each other, pray in the spirit together, um, it's going to lay a foundation in your heart. It's going to lay um, groundwork hmm. uh, from which your future can be really pretty solid, I think. So I want to encourage you in that. Um, really pray. Um, and then, uh, try this sometime. 
you might be driving along. Say, Glory Joy, I know we, we usually listen to this music or that music, but I want to throw this one on. Um, something like, you know, I'm just so thankful for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I know you give your, you're going to give yourself as a gift to me, and I'm giving myself as a gift to you when we get married. Yeah. But um, I'm thankful that God gave you as a gift to me, and so he's the one I want to be thankful to for you. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I just think um, your expression of praise, especially as you lead your family, lead your wife, um, your expression of praise is going to reveal your heart. Hmm. Um, Cause you can always pray. Anybody can pray. Cause I, like I was raised, you know, bless us the Lord and these, I guess, which we are about to receive from that bounty through Christ. the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's it just, you know, you, you can say the prayers without being, without your heart being connected. Right, right. However, and so you could just pray together, oh Lord, bless glory, joy, bless our wedding, bless this, and, all that. Okay. and I'm not making yeah. fun of it. I'm just saying we can do these things without our hearts really connected. And I think in that situation, you haven't really prayed. You said a bunch of words but you haven't really prayed. Okay, now, taking the same principle, you could, uh, moving over into praise, say, Lord, Lord, we want to sing this song for you right now because right. we're thankful to you. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that as you lead her, it'll open up a new place in your relationship. Mm. Um where the two of you can enjoy the intimacy of the Lord. Hmm. Um, obviously after you get married, there's, you know, there's personal intimacy right. and all that, um, which I'll, I'll have that talk with you the week before you get married. Thanks. You know, I, I, uh, <laughs> been dreading that day. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but there's this emotional intimacy that, um, I think I, mo- almost everybody stays away from it. Wow. Um, and it's the honest sharing of your heart. And, and when you move to, when you get drawn into the presence of the Lord more and you're loving God and you're praising him, there's this emotional intimacy with God that as you begin to express it and they're with you, mm. they can either reject you or they can enter into it with you. And it's a reckoning. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> it is. Mm. Let's talk more about this tomorrow, okay? Yeah. Uh, Father God, I bless John and I bless every person who's listening to us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Welcome to Daily Discipleship with Joe Barlow. I'm Pastor Joe Barlow, and this is my son, John, and I'm so glad he could join us, and we're talking all week. What we want to do is move uh, this daily show, at least a little bit, have this be one of the things we could do, is to move into conversations, and I would call them discipling conversations, one in which I'm able to talk or minister to someone, because I got ministered to, and I got discipled, really, through, excuse me, through conversation. 
in a large part. And so I want to basically start sharing conversations with you. As a matter of fact, if you would like to be, to be on this show with me, like John is today, um, contact John <laughs> on Facebook. All right. Yeah, just contact John, look him up, or send me a, pri a private message and say, hey, I'd like to do a Zoom call with Pastor Joe. Uh, and I, I'm okay being on the show, and I'm okay having whatever he says about me and have it recorded. I would love to have you on if that's in your heart, all right? And so uh, let's do that. All right. Um, praise the Lord. You might actually want to use part of that as a commercial, Johnny, after, uh, after this. You know, just as a commercial, part of the commercial that runs every day. Okay. Um, so let's stop right there and then restart and then uh, uh, just get 11 minutes. This is Thursday now. And you can Great. chop up whatever there. Sounds good. Thursday. Hey, friends, Pastor Joe Barlow here. Welcome to the Daily Discipleship with Joe Barlow. And I'm here with my son, John. And uh, what a handsome fellow. You can tell. <laughs> uh, you can tell whose son he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Handsome. Mr. Handsome himself right here. <laughs> I don't have a problem with low self-esteem like some people suffer with. <laughs> it's not. There's always that song you uh, sing when you look in the mirror. Yeah, uh, I'm the most handsomest guy in the world. Yes. Uh, all of my kids, all of my kids know my favorite song. And that is, I take the song, it's the most wonderful time of the year. You know, that Christmas song. And I just sing <laughs> I'm the most handsomest guy in the world. And uh, <laughs> have my kids sing that with me. They love it. I'm sure they love it. Oh, it's, it's, I mean, it's a classic. <laughs> I mean, what can you say? So, truth is truth, right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but anyway, um, we were talking yesterday, John, about that intimacy that <clears throat> there's a, a certain level of intimacy that you have when like when you enjoy joy when you when you just read a book together you right. can be reading yeah. keep your love on or one of your uh what is it emerge that you're in yeah. which release yeah. that her program which is amazing and i want to oh, recommend yeah. that my wife's gone through it now glory joy and johnny are going through it uh Shalise Jimenez, her Emerge program is powerful and life-changing. It's fantastic. Yeah, praise God. Yeah. And so I want to encourage that. But so as you're reading a book together, there's a certain level of intimacy there because you're sharing a common experience. It's kind of like the two of you going up on a walk. Um, just heard it. Out there. Yeah. Okay. We'll just skip that little, don't even worry about it. Um, so there, that personal intimacy of you reading a book or going on a walk together, you're holding hands, you're enjoying a sunset or something like that. But then there's a, there's a level of um, intimacy there. And then there's, if you are, um, watching a movie together, there's a certain level of intimacy there. You're sharing a common experience. And then when you move to reading a book together, you're really learning something new. And again, you're getting this common experience. Right. right. When you pray together, if you truly pray from your heart, then you also are entering into a new level of intimacy. Hmm. Okay. Then after you're praying together, I really would say 
because when you're praying, like if you're praying in English or even praying in the spirit, there's still a level of reservedness mm -hmm. or let's call it clothed or yeah. defenses up. You still have this certain level of, okay, I, I can say these words, but I'm hiding this portion of my heart back here. Mm -hmm. But I want to tell you when you get to heaven and you and Glory Joy stand next to each other in heaven and you're jumping up and down, shouting and screaming and saying hallelujah because yeah. you're so excited. And, she, and you look over there and she's doing the exact same thing. Yeah. There's a level of intimacy there that is just deeply. I actually I have a story kind of about that um that uh i think this is from the first or second year of our relationship um we were having a date night downtown wheaton and um we were just t walking around talking we walked all the way up to the top of one of the parking garages and we're just looking out over the city and i just felt like in that moment i wanted to dedicate our relationship to god yeah. and um we were just standing there and I was just praying. I was like, God, I take our relationship and with glory, joy and my, my relationship with glory, joy here. I just, I just dedicate our whole life and relationship to you, father. Everything that we do together as a couple is for you, God. And as soon as I said, amen, out of the Wheaton towers, downtown Wheaton, their fireworks shot out of the towers like totally like randomly like somebody just decided to light off a firecracker right out of the side of the Wheaton Towers right in front of our vision it wasn't even like we had to look to the right or to the left it was straight in front of us wow. and it exploded right as soon as I said amen and we both look back at that situation now and we're completely amazed that God has just been showing his hand in our relationship and in our intimacy throughout our entire relationship and it's it it's amazing and we, yeah we want to assure people we're not talking about physical intimacy no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes amen good, yep. good to keep yourself oh yeah hallelujah <laughs> you know that reminds me when uh sarah when she moved to nashville she opened her apartment door and walked in walked out on the balcony and as soon as she walked out on the balcony, fireworks went off right in front of her uh, at the, over at the stadium in the Nashville stadium. It, the fireworks went off and there was like somebody had just scored a touchdown or something. And, um, and, but she was welcomed by that, you know, yeah. pretty awesome. So that intimacy of, uh, of um, the expression of your heart really purely to God. Uh, that's yeah. awesome what you did about dedicating the relationship. But um, I knew this guy and this guy would always date like the captain of the cheerleading squad and always, you know, the most beautiful girl in the school and all this stuff. But the girl he married wasn't necessarily that. Huh. But when they were at and his dad asked him about that. He's like, hey, man, you always would date this kind of girl. And now here's not that she wasn't beautiful because she is. But um, so his dad asked him about it and said, you know, what's up with that? Huh. And he said, Dad, we were at a Bible study 
And he said, I saw her worshiping. And he said, when I saw her worshiping, like in how pure her heart was. Yeah. He said, that's what I want. That's amazing. And, and he, he just went after her from there and won her heart. And, you know, they got married. Now they got a couple kids and, you know, life is good. That's um, awesome. But it's that uh, personal expression to God will really tell you a lot. Hmm. So that's a pretty powerful, that's a pretty powerful principle there. Yeah. Um, but it also leads to another principle, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, of course. Here, that um, something that Nancy and I learned years ago when you guys were younger was um, we really found, feel like we found through this one program called Equipping Men by a guy named, uh, uh, I should have, I don't remember what his name is. Uh, it'll come to me. Um, but uh, he was one of these homeschool teacher guys that would always be at the conferences. And um, he has the Spirit of Elijah Ministries. Hmm. And uh, Norm Wakefield, that's his name. Okay. And we really believe we found the one key to parenting, if there is one key. Now, we went through Growing Kids God's Way and uh, the whole class, the 18-week class, and, and we would attribute probably 80% of our parenting success. We would probably attribute 80% of our parenting success to Growing Kids God's Way. Yeah. However, we do believe we found that one key that makes all the difference, and that is in raising children, that if you will obtain and maintain an open heart relationship with your child, you won't lose yeah. it. Well, now, so it's that open heart that um, when that guy was looking at that girl at that Bible study, he yeah. saw her open heart. Huh. Now, a friend of mine is a photographer, and when Sarah was a baby, he used to take pictures of Sarah and his son and all this. But his photographs were like head and shoulders above everybody else's photographs. And I'm like, how is that? Now listen to what he said. He said, I really believe you can only see a person's spirit for a split second. And he said, the key is to have the shutter open at that moment. Wow. And so, now obviously that can't be taught as a technical skill in a photography class. Nope. Some, somehow Sarah caught that. Huh. And, um, and she really has been able to capture people in amazing ways. Hmm. And, and that's led to, a great, to great success for her. But the pr I would tell you that the principle is the same as when that guy saw that girl worshiping God and he said, that's the kind of girl I want which is the same principle as uh, you worshiping God, dedicating a relationship, but really from your heart, worshiping the Lord hmm. and letting her see that. Wow. Which is the same principle as me as a father and you as a son, us opening our hearts to each other. Yeah. So that you can see who I am. Hmm. And if you can see who I am, I don't believe you'll reject me. Wow. 
that's amazing. People are only rejected when they close down. Say, mm. no, I'm not letting anybody else in. Mm. Well, then they become easily rejectable because there's no, nothing to hang on to. Yeah. But if I open my heart, it, it causes everybody else to put their defenses down. Mm. And, to, wow. and so if we raise our children that way, Hmm. I, I think there's much more heart connectivity. I mean, like, um, I mean, my relationship with you. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm very pleased with the relationship, but I also believe that there's much higher levels we could get to. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that both of us are desirous of it. Yeah. And both of us know that we're both amazingly busy. <laughs> and we have to make oh, yeah. time. we have to make time to do it but yeah. um i think that uh if we just continue to keep our hearts open toward each other yeah that amazing things are going to happen yeah i think uh one of the things i i remember uh from when i growing up uh in us in us connecting uh yeah we would play chess maybe three hours a day basically uh, and we would do that all the time. But I think I remember specifically some of the times that we connected the most um, because just in terms of, of showing love for each other was when we would sit down and watch a movie on our couch, I would lean up against you. Yeah. And I feel like during those times, my heart would open up to you and I would get into a comfortable cuddled up position next to you and that was one of the safest places that I felt. Um, and just that it, it, it was a, a form of, of physical affection that you can only feel with, with a parent, you know? Yeah, right. It, it was a completely different than how I feel now when I cuddle up next to Glory Joy. You sure. know, it's completely different when, when like, oh, the dog runs up and jumps on my lap. You know, this is the type of connection where, I'm leaning up against you. I feel safe. I'm keeping your feet warm because you, you tucked them up under my legs. It's just like, and then we would watch a fun action movie. We would watch a, a Jason Bourne movie or we would watch a Mission Impossible. But like just those, those times of sharing a shared experience, but having that close connection of sitting up next to each other, that is, I, I would attribute a, a great, portion of our connection to that that close physical intimacy that was it, totally pure you know sure um, that's awesome yeah that's actually pretty powerful um you know not everybody is safe and uh, <clears throat> and thank god you were in a safe place yeah. What would you do or what would you encourage other people who they, they're hungry for that? Yeah. They wish they could lean right. up against their dad, but maybe he's not a safe place. I mean, obviously right. for me, the first thing I would say is, hey, dads. <laughs> exactly. Get your um, heart pure, get your head out of the porn and get your, yeah. you know, um, Make sure that your heart is clean, and, and, and if you need help repenting, get a hold of me. 
yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I'll, I'll help you. Yeah. And I, I guess what I would say for people that are craving that is maybe even for girls, young, younger girls, they're craving that, that connection with their father, like younger girls, younger guys, like don't go try and searching for it with, with another person. Cause that's just going to lead you down the wrong path. That's going to give you a, a momentary glimpse of like, Oh, it's so nice and warm, so comfy. But then it's like, then that, that starts to snowball down a path of immorality. You're going to, you're going to, you could get into a dangerous situation of possibly getting somebody pregnant, possibly like getting into uh, sex before marriage. That type of stuff is, is horrible, but it, it could easily start with that desire to just want to have that, that like pure cuddling up next to your father and just being safe. Yeah. And so finding that position, you might just have to sit and journal with God and ask him, Hey, father, who is somebody like that? I can get a safe hug from right now, yeah. <laughs> you know, or like, like, do I need to get a dog? Do I need to get a cat? <laughs> Something that will lead you towards that pure connection that everybody seems to crave, you know? Yeah. Well, you're on your love languages. What's your number one? My number one is words of encouragement. And then my number two is physical touch. Okay. See, yeah. I'm not a physical touch person per se, but words yeah. of encouragement is pretty, pretty big. Yeah. And uh, so um, from, you know, they always say that for a father, he always when need to make sure he hugs his daughters. And obviously, you know, in your situation, you're saying, hey, he needs to hug his sons. Yes, 100%. Your sons need that more than anything. Yeah. Praise God. That's very interesting. Um, why don't you, um, John, why don't you pray for the people who are watching right now? Yeah, of course. Just kind of close out the week because here, um, you know, we're in, in Friday's edition already. Uh, so why don't you pray for them? And uh, whatever's in your heart. Yeah. Or, or give any words of encouragement that you have for people first. Well, I'm going to pray first. Um, okay. Yeah, do that. Do that. Yeah. Uh, Father God, I ask you, um, anybody who's listening right now, I would just say you would draw their heart to connect with their father, their mother, uh, the people around them in a safe way, to have that physical, um, spiritual, and uh, emotional intimacy that is pure and right and totally guided by you, Father, um, that just leads people to open up to each other. Um, and I just ask you, Father, to uh, lead people to safety, to feel your safety uh, with you um, and, and with the people that you've brought into their life to, to love on them. And, um, Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for every single person listening right now. And uh, they'd be able to feel your love. You know, they say hugs are better than drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for having me on this week. Well, it's, uh, you know, here we, we didn't know what was going to happen. And, and uh, I think something did happen, you know. I think something happened not, not only between you and I, but 
I think people can see something just by our relationship. Yeah. I mean, we've had, we've had people in the home here, like we were having a home group and, uh, you know, we were all just sitting around and one lady was sitting there and uh, I think Olivia was going, going to go down into the basement and I just checked with her right during the meeting. I said, I said, Oli, what you got going? She goes, I have to go do my homework downstairs. I said, all right, love you. And she walked down the stairs and the girl that was sitting there had a very painful relationship with her father. Mm. And she said, I just feel like I'm being reparented right now. Wow. Because, you know, she never saw that. Shalice is, uh, you know, she, you know, she had been, she was an orphan or she, you know, she had been adopted and very difficult childhood. And uh, she said she was desperate for family and God gave us, or God gave her the Barlow family. She said, I needed a dad and God gave me you, you know? And that's when I came into her life and then she was welcomed into the home and, and, uh, you know, her and Nancy are best of friends. And, oh, yeah. um, and now the cool thing is she's got a relationship with all of the kids, uh, you know, like yeah, you and exactly. every single one of them. Cause I, I walked into Natalie's house the other day and there's Shalice on the phone with Sarah, Natalie and Danny. And they're yeah. all just sitting around talking. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. All right. <laughs> Powerful. Um, but, but that uh, people are hungry for family. John. And I think also with you, you understand family from the inside. Yeah. And um, I think there's going to be something happening in your life where um, you're just going to be able to bring the same thing to the table for people Mm -hmm. in a pretty powerful way. And uh, so that people have a place to belong have a place that they can feel, have a place that they um, are safe and nurtured and fed. That's a big deal. Well, John, this has been pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, uh, Yeah, and I do appreciate you getting on with me and helping me, plus all the work you do with me, with JBM. Um, Friends, he's one of the reasons you need to support JBM. <laughs> Got to help Johnny with his wedding fund. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's one of, um, there's five or six of us that are on payroll with JBM. And uh, he's one of them. He's been a huge blessing. But friends, let me pray for you. Father God, I ask you to bless all my friends who are watching. And I thank you for this whole week of shows that you've helped us do. And Lord, you, you minister through John. Continue. Bless him in glory joy. Bless their wedding. And, uh, and Lord, bless every person who's watching that the things that they need, that they would get out of this show in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Friends, thanks for joining us. We love you. God bless. Hey, friends. This is John Barlow. Here at JBM, we've been working on a way to teach you how to hear the voice of God. And we have created a course that takes you all the way from hearing God for the very first time to talking with him every second of the day. Go and take a look right now at josephbarlow.com. Thanks for watching. Hey, family. James here, and we have a massive treat for you. So for the past five months, Pastor Barlow and I have been working on the Joseph Barlow Ministries podcast, and we have over 66 episodes 
full of nuggets of wisdom and knowledge that could change your life forever. So be sure to give it a listen on anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Music, and be sure to visit our daily discipleship page with Joseph Barlow, where we post all things related to JBM, and it's full of so much knowledge and wisdom. And don't just keep all this amazing content to yourself. Be sure to share it, and also be kind and leave us a review. All right, guys, have a great and blessed day. Hey, friends. Thanks for watching today's show. If you were blessed at all by the word that came forth today, if you would help us out by clicking like, commenting, and sharing and making it a public post. Just remember the best way to spread the gospel is sharing it with your friends. You're awesome. Thanks for supporting us. We'll see you next time. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed that message. I've been praying for you, and I'm going to keep praying for you. Because I really believe that the truths that I shared today have to get really deep in your heart. And if you need more information, or if there's any way I can help, please reach out to us at www.josephbarlow.com.